What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Let me, come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Putting on a duck's jersey doesn't make you a real duck. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Oh, your mic is not on. Sorry, I was muted. Hello, everyone. <laughs> That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Quiet Deck Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast, a special uh, Google Hangout social distancing edition. So I'm posting all the links right now on our website, on our Twitter, on our Facebook. And let's see if people actually show up. Um, while they do. Mike's mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, probably. We did have a my special minor leaguer or official minor leaguer of the Quack Deck podcast, Bo Brower, said he might stop by. So that will be exciting. So all the links are up. While we do that, Kevin, do you want to just give us an update on the Kin Token as we wait for the people to come in? If you're unfamiliar, Kevin bought three hundred dollars ish worth of Kin Token December twenty sixteen. Oh, oh, here we go. We're getting people in. And Kimothy. Kimothy is our first person in. Oh, oh. We're getting a lot of people in. Um, anyway, cryptocurrency kin token. Kevin bought it. And it didn't go well. But Check Kevin, do you want to give us an update on your kin token now? Uh, let's see. Right. I'm distracted by our, our quack lights joining. Yes. Um. Kimothy is the first one to join us. Oh, yay. Hi, Kimothy. <laughs> Hi. And then old Chucky Scuds, friend of the pod, friend Chucky Scudge. What's up, y'all? Thank you. We appreciate this. All right. I'd like to point out that Charlie definitely like positioned his computer to get all that stuff in the background very visible. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right, kin token is two. Is at one dollar and sixty three cents at this moment. Wow, devastating. That's got to be up from kin token. If kin token was at that, that'd be great. But my portfolio is at one dollar and sixty three cents. Yeah. I'm trying to get my join. Here we go. We're getting more people. This is exciting. Oh, people are just flying in. I was not expecting many people to come in. But we got uh, two more, Sajid and somebody else that I is not showing up, but we'll be here soon. So as we move on here, um, Kimothy, you were the first one to join. Do you have any questions for us? Do you have a quack question? Uh, Google Hangout quack question. Well, <clears throat> okay. I asked this question over a year ago, but it was never answered. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is oh actually two questions at once um there is a big gap between d2 and d3 both in filming and the release time mm-hmm. does anybody know why uh i do not but my guess is that they weren't expecting to make a d3 so, um, or I guess Steve Brill did not want to make a D3. He really wasn't involved in making a D3. So I think that is 
part of the reason because mm-hmm. he um yeah so they had to find they had to sort of find somebody else to do it so um in the real life that is the reason do we have any theories on um just the difference between d2 and d3 like what happened in that in that in between time in the mighty ducks world that's a good question so it's oh yeah go ahead timothy yeah because there's even a gap between the filming of d3 and the release because the filming happened in minneapolis on summer or whatever if not summer of 95 the film was not released until the fall of 96 well over a year later Hmm. yeah (laughs) i don't know I think I think that is sort of the reason. I don't know if we have, um, I guess in in the Mighty Ducks world, it's the same time period. It's just the two years or whatever. Um, they don't really go through it, but I guess you would assume that the ducks are just doing the same thing that they've always done and dominating. They come back and dominate the Pee Wee League. I don't know, because you can see as to how much older the cast looks between two and three. That is true. That is true. You know, so. Yeah, and, and maybe the release date was a little bit later just because for like scheduling purposes, like they wanted to have a, I don't know when it came out, if they wanted to like have a summer movie or something. No, because um, this, is, this is going into my personal history as well and everything, but um, D3 came out in October of 96. It was probably the first or second movie I saw once I got back to my hometown after my transplant. So that's how I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. We're getting deep here early on. We've we've had (laughs) we've had a lot of people join. Uh uh familiar faces. Ed, the uh curling coach, is on. We had Air Lemaire joined us as well. Ed, thank you for joining us. Oh, glad to be here, man. How did the curling team do this year? Uh, pretty good, but they actually were um, nationals would have been not this past weekend, but the weekend before and oh, no. got canceled like literally last minute because that was right when, you know, shit was hitting the fan really and events started canceling and uh, it got canceled so late that like one school at least flew out there to, to uh, North Dakota, which is uh, not, you know, where anyone wants to be unless they have to be. Sorry if anyone's in North Dakota. But, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah no, so they're, we're going to try to reschedule for uh, October. But, yeah, they were looking pretty good. So Didn't get to play their nationals. Can you claim a national championship? We could try. I mean, like, UCF got away with it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hang the banner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Texas A&M does that like every every five years or so. They just try sure. around the national title that they won in like the 30s. <laughs> All right. At Air Lemaire, he's in the heart of the coronavirus uh, sort of deal. And he's in New York. At Air, are you healthy? Uh, I am. I've been, um, I've been working at home for the past, like I would say, week and a half. When, uh, when things kind of started getting out of hand a little bit, I pretty much told my boss that, hey, like, I'm a type 1 diabetic. I cannot go out in this shit. And they're like, okay, you can stay home. And it's, <laughs> I'm saving, like, $200 a week on Uber. I'm not complaining besides the world ending. You spend $200 a week on Uber just to go to work? 
Yeah, I, I, I can't drive at the moment, so uh, I don't have a choice. Wow. Uh, wow. Special, special, uh, I guess, duck call. I don't know where my duck call is, but special duck call at Aero LaMare for wearing the original shirt. We appreciate it. I, I listen to the rules. Yeah, that is true. We did say that you should uh, you should definitely wear your gear. I'm wearing my gear. I don't know if you guys can see this. We got, we got uh, I'm wearing mine too. Make America Quack no. again. We got the Quack Attack. We all that. <laughs> Ed, did you participate, or are you just a party pooper? I'm a party pooper. I don't have any gear, sorry. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 I'll fix that today, for just for you. Well, that ended last night. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, you can get free shipping on, on uh, orders over $45, but you missed the sale, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, I have a question for Air Lemaire. Can you walk us through this um, collage in the back, uh, in your background? <laughs> oh, well, this was really a high school thing. Um, it's literally my entire room. It was from all my favorite sport teams, favorite actors, swim student editions of Sports Illustrated. Uh, well, it goes up on the wall. We got Mr. Feeney there. Uh, that is impressive. And then once I started in college, I kind of decided, like, all right, I might be a little too old for this. <laughs> That's fair, but you kept it up. You got to appreciate the nostalgia there. All right. We've had, we have Mason join. We had some other people join, but they're not showing up. I don't know if they're, if they got kicked out or not. If you can't, I guess I don't know if you, like, they can't hear me. So I was going to tell them if they can't hear me. But anyway, we've had people, people are still joining. So I think we're good here. So, um, we do have some games that I would like to play. The first one is a, a quack court. If those of you aren't familiar, we have essentially picked two people to debate um, one topic. There's, a, there's formal rules. We'll, we'll give you the question, and then we'll give you some time, and then come back to you. So, would anyone like to debate one of their fellow quackalites with a peanut gallery? In the in the uh, I guess virtual peanut gallery. Is the lawyer in the chat? <laughs> um, I don't think so. If you're here, let us know. Why not? I'll do it. Ed, Ed steps Ed up. Wins. Does anyone want to face Ed? He looks very intimidating. Oh yeah, and I have a cat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big edge, big edge. <laughs> Big edge. All right. Um, no. Okay. We'll we'll get somebody to fight fight you. Okay. If, if not, then you can debate me. But um, <laughs> any other? Let's see. Ed, you 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 stepped up. Do you have a quiet question you want us to answer? Uh, no, I was trying to think. I thought there was some. I, I I thought of one like a month or so ago. I sent, and it wasn't really a good one for the show, but it's kind of a good discussion one, which is like, take any of the big games from the show, uh, from the show, from the documentaries, my apology. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> discuss who the uh, who the three stars should have been for any of those games. Oh, interesting. Like, pick a game. We can go with like, first championship game, D1. <laughs> D1, okay. So, <laughs> high scoring game. You have Charlie with the penalty shot. I think Charlie's got to be the number one star. Thomas, do you agree? Mm -hmm. 
I agree Charlie's number one, and I want to throw out a possible number two, and I think it's Goldberg, given they gave up, what, 17 goals last time they played? Oh. That's a pretty big improvement, yeah. That's true, because 4-4. Kevin, thoughts on Goldberg and Charlie Conway? No, I, I think those are good choices. Uh, I don't know if – I'm not sure who is the third one. I would think it would be a Hawks player because, I mean, it was yeah. a close game. So, uh, I mean, McGill is a little iffy just because you – he I mean, he took out tr- their best player. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, <laughs> he did try to murder somebody. So, uh, I don't know if that's points in his favor or against him. But against him. I would say maybe Brown. Brown is sneaky good. He has a lot of points. I'd have to go back and look it up. But number three, Brown. That's my pick for the third star. Would you give a third star to Goldberg or Brown, Tommy? Um, I guess you got to give it the third one to Goldberg because you're probably – so I guess you're picking the three stars. It's probably like um, a journalist there at the the game who's kind of submitting it. Yeah. And so he's got to be ready for like Hawks win or Ducks win. And so – Maybe he has like Goldberg picked and Brown picked and like maybe he's going like Brown one, Goldberg two, and then whoever decides the game is either three or one or something. And so I think with Charlie deciding it with a penalty shot, he's like, oh, if Charlie makes this, he's the star. Um, if And then so basically I'd probably put Goldberg as number three because of it just because they're pre-writing and everything. Yeah. Would you give any thought to the Hawks goalie being getting the other star? I guess it's a 5-4 game. So you, Is you this the most to... goals the Ducks have ever scored in a game? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. yeah, at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. So he's out. Yeah, I, I think Brown. Ed, what are your thoughts? You asked the question. No, I think that's good. I was trying to come up with who the Hawks star would be, and that's a pretty good one because uh, they need to have a star in that game. It's a close game. Tough, tough loss. Yeah. My, right. my vote goes to McGill. Miguel, <laughs> I think I think from a spiritual standpoint, yes, but I think from like a realistic standpoint, the journalist who from Let's Play Hockey probably does not like that um, show of disrespect, I guess, or, or unsportsmanlike conduct. So sure. Miguel probably deserved it, but the journalist or whoever's picking these stars. Probably. Is there a ch- is there a chance that Banks gets the sympathy third star instead of Goldberg because he uh, scored and then got taken out? Yeah. He scored and he was a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. So Banks Banks has one goal. Um, I can't think of any assists that he has. That um, is their first goal, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What if, what about do they win that game if Banks is in the whole time? Oh, interesting. Ooh. This is an offshoot of a quiet question. I like this. This is We're going deep now. Um, do they win? So so the argument would be that they have their best player for the entire game. And, and the argument against would be that uh, obviously they don't have the spiritual connection. Yeah. Jesse do Hall doesn't come in and, you know, he doesn't finally turn the corner. <laughs> Air the mayor just downing a Bud Light right now. I love it. Um, Tommy, what are your thoughts on on Banks, whether they win if Banks is in it? Well, my initial thought is it makes Bombay really tough coaching move to pick the um, the penalty shot because you got to imagine Banks is on the the ice in the final scene. 
Banks um, and you got to pick Banks to take your shot, right? If you pick Charlie there, it's clear like you're picking Spazway just because you're boning his mom. <laughs> and so <laughs> it totally changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Banks – like you can argue that if Banks doesn't get hurt, the entire Ducks dynasty dies maybe because there's no Charlie penalty shot. Charlie's no longer the leader of the Ducks. Yeah, I would think I would my guess would be that yes, Bombay still picks Charlie, but the team is much more upset about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I yeah. Think Charlie, yeah. Kevin, your thoughts on whether the Ducks win if Bombay or if Banks is in the whole game? I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's a lot easier for him if they if he does. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that's a question. Yeah, I think. Um, I think there's some other moment. Maybe it's a bomb-based beach, or maybe it's something else where they could rally around each other, where they didn't necessarily need Banks to go out. So I think there's another moment that happens that makes it uh, makes Jesse turn around, and maybe Banks and Jesse have a good conversation, something like that. So yeah, I think I think they win in regulation if Banks sticks around. Um, Didn't they already win in regulation? Or I guess they win without the penalty shot. They just they don't need a last second penalty shot to win. Um, let's see, Chucky Scuds. Uh, if you remember him, he was the Mighty Ducks newbie. I'm interested to see if he has any thoughts on this. He watched all three pods before us, or I guess he had never seen the Mighty Ducks before. Our pod. He watched all three pods. We had him on. He talked about it. Charlie, are you there? I literally just got back. Oh, hello. What's going on? What are you doing? Where did? Why did you leave us? I just went to go get a drink. Okay. I'm technically still on the clock. It's fine. Oh, he's got a cat too. Yeah, nice. The cat is behind him. We got two cats in here. I didn't know our fans were such cat people. My dog's on the ground over here. Oh, that's true. You got one of each. Um, yeah, I do. It's true. Your thoughts on if Banks doesn't get hurt in the final game against the Hawks, do the Ducks win? If he does get hurt? If he does not. Like, does not get hurt. Yeah. Wait, let me let me first answer or ask a question. Charlie, do you remember this <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. Great analysis. That's my analysis. <laughs> All right. What do you expect from me, bud? <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Hello. Yeah. Timothy. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and here's the thing. Um, if Banks doesn't get slammed by McGill, he'll still be targeted by the Hawks throughout the game. Okay. So we'd still get hurt in some way. Not as severely as he was in the film and all that jazz and everything, but he'll still get targeted by the Hawks. I'm like, even after the game too. Hmm. That's a good point. He's obviously still targeted. I think 
that he draws a few penalties. Yeah, exactly. I think he draws some penalties. I think it makes it easier. Um, I, I I think though, if if I may, kind of go off Timothy's point. So if he's targeted all game, the Ducks maybe are still trying to like force the puck to him mm. when they shouldn't be. Um, he's being double teamed, and they're not as like savvy um, as as they should be at that point. And so when Banks is hurt, they realize, oh shit, it's up to us. Banks is being targeted. He's not hurt. They're still trying to force it to him. It's almost like you've got your star running back still in there. You're feeding in the ball when you really shouldn't be. And, you know, you haven't really made the adjustments. So it would be up to, to Bombay to recognize that Banks is getting targeted nonstop and to draw something up um, to really, you know, have Jesse kind of be like the point man or something to take advantage. And I don't know if we can determine if he can do that at that point. So it's a, it's a good point. Like, do they keep trying to force it to Banks and, maybe have a couple of errors that way and the, and the Hawks just pounce on it because I feel like, you know, Riley's game plan is going to be like, Hey, stop Adam Banks. He's the only guy they got, which is almost like what they did in little giants, which is stop Becky O'Shea, stop the ice box. She's all they got. Hmm. If you had the over under, if you had the over on 20 minutes before the first little giants rest reference, in the hangout you won 21 minutes so congratulations to you this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window your work can take you all over the place like texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at la quinta by window their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead and after you can unwind using their free high-speed wi-fi tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book your stay today at lq.com Let's move on to a game I created specifically for this hangout, and it's called Is Kevin Right? So Kevin has a lot of opinions, including that D3 is the best of the Mighty Ducks movie. So I'm going to ask Kevin some questions, um, and we are going to vote on whether Kevin is right. Uh, if you think he is right or wrong, just put yes or no in the chat. It's going to be much easier if we just do it via the chat. And if you could uh, mute your mic so we can listen to Kevin, we appreciate it. So, Kevin, are you ready for your first um, topic? Yeah, bring it. Okay. Who is the first? <laughs> oh, Dos Equis. Love it. Who is the best Mighty Duck? Uh, best. And this is open to my interpretation? Correct. Hmm. Um, let's see. The best. I, is, okay, all three movies? Or all three All films? three movies. Mean? They just have had to play for the Ducks. Hmm. Okay. I, well, okay. I'm going to break it into a couple different categories. Uh, Julia the Cat is the most talented mm. overall. Um, well, yeah, Banks, I don't know, it's kind of hard to compare apples to oranges, but um, I'm going to go Julie the Cat, talent-wise, but chemistry-wise, Averman. Oh, oh, Averman, <laughs> chemistry-wise, interesting, interesting. I think, Tommy... I think Averman's importance is very undervalued. Tommy, your thoughts on this? Um... I think talent-wise, I think, you know, Kevin's obviously right. I think it comes down to Julie the Cat and, and Banks for being the most talented. Um, I'd say on Charlie, I think, can make a claim for that in D3. 
Um, once not he Charlie, tries to play two way. Yeah, not Charlie Scudder. Um, <laughs> once he learns how to play two way hockey, like he would be claiming, like I'm the best player, I'm the captain. Um, even though it should be Julie because she's the um, she's a goalkeeper. I think by the end of like their varsity careers, I think has been pointed out by one of our Quackalites, Armin, that Julie is going to be like, you know, essentially like a Megan Rapino, like an like a female sports icon. Um, but as Erlamer says, like Banks makes uh, varsity right off the bat. So I mean kind of got to give it to Banks being the best. Now, chemistry-wise, Averman, um, I can't really disagree that he's great for chemistry. I would say Fulton is, is better just because he uh, he really um, – he's kind of like the, the true lead-by-example guy. All right. So if you can see the chat, put your votes in now. We have two votes to one right now that Kevin is, is right. Um, I would agree with – Tommy, I don't think Averman is really the linchpin of the team here <laughs> in terms of a chemistry standpoint. I think Fulton is a good one. He does abandon his team um, later on. So that's rough. I'm trying to think who really – I would say Jesse Hall. He's a little abrasive, but he has the most – He has there at the end. Oh, that's true. D3, he's not there. Uh, it's not his fault. Yeah. If we're going over, um, we're getting – Ed says no. Air Lemaire says no. Kimothy says Banks and Julie, so that's a no. Tommy says yes and wait, no. Wait, no. That's, that's a yes. <laughs> I think – no, Banks for the first one, Julie for the second. So Jeed said no. A lot of no's. I'm going to say Kevin is wrong <laughs> in this question. <laughs> Barely. But I think – the, the chemistry standpoint is an interesting one. As you pointed out, Jesse's not there. So who is really the linchpin? I, I mean, you could also go back to just Charlie Conway. So Yeah, but he bails on the team in, in D3, as does Fulton. I don't think you can give him the linchpin. Title. Yeah, I, I think you can say that the Ducks don't soar unless Charlie's involved. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't think that makes them the linchpin, but they won't reach their full potential. I think Fulton's one who keeps the team from disbanding potentially. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're overthinking this, and Bombay is really the linchpin <laughs> because he saves the team in D three even when he's not there, and obviously he gets everyone together in D two. So um, let's move on. Oh, another person joined. Hey, three one zero area code. Don't know Mark here. What's your name? Marsh here. Hey guys. Marsh. Oh, our friend Marsh, the Benny Hanna chef. Uh, not a Benny Hanna chef anymore. Oh wow! Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. What happened? Yeah, pretty shocking. Mar Marsh got a job at a hedge fund. Oh, <laughs> what a turn! What a life! Perfect what a cake eater! What a life! This is surprising news. Marsh, um, this is more interesting than us debating Kevin. How did you go from Benny Hanna chef? Well, you had a regular job and then you quit it to become a Benny Hanna chef, and now you quit the Benny Hanna chef job to become a, to get a job at a head fund. Just take us through your yeah. journey. Well, I I don't know if you guys remember my background, but uh, um, 
I went to, I, I did my undergrad at the Borden School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. <clears throat> um, worked on Wall Street for a little bit, totally, totally burnt out. Moved to LA, became a chef at Benihana with my brother. <clears throat> but, um, you know, always had an interest in the markets and the like. And um, had a guy who was <clears throat> at the restaurant one day talking about the markets and I corrected him on a few things and uh -oh. he brought me in for an interview. It, uh, it kind of reminds me of, you ever see the movie, the family man? Oh, with Nick oh, Cage. Yeah. Cage. Yeah. When, uh, like when, when he's, when he's selling tires and the, the dude comes in with the fancy car, his boss and like his former life and he starts talking to him about the markets and then the guy brings him to New York. That's pretty much what happened. And, uh, I just couldn't turn it down. Mm. Incredible. So when they make this into a movie, is Nick Cage going to play well and feed the family? <laughs> Nick Cage going to play me? I hope so. So if Josh Jackson's unavailable. <laughs> now, is your hedge fund looking to invest in Mighty Ducks related podcasts? Ooh, good question. <laughs> My Did hedge fund is looking to stay afloat at the moment. <laughs> Fair. That's a no, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, nobody, nobody floats better than ducks, though. Oh, just um, just think about it, okay? And uh, you know, we could save your fund. We have some ideas. We I'll, just need an influx. I'll of bring cash. it up to the investment committee. Appreciate it. We have people. I have, I have some extra Kim token that you can invest in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's the kin doing? Uh, doing during this uh, this crisis? Not 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 great. It's it's down to a dollar fifty three total. My portfolio. Your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many people we got on here? How's uh, how's we're the up doing? to ten? I think there's more people that have come in and I've hit admit, but they haven't showed up on the side, so I don't know what's happening. Um, if you are listening to this, to this later and you were trying to get in, please let me know and I can try to figure this out. Uh, we do have someone from a 518 area code. Who's that? Hi, this is Julie from 518. Julie. Julie, <laughs> what is the 518 area code? Um, 518 is um, eastern upstate New York by Massachusetts, but I don't live there anymore. Oh, where do you live? Hey, Bangor, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I'm in North Carolina. North Carolina. What is the what is the feeling in North Carolina about all this? A, the coronavirus, and B, more importantly, the Mighty Ducks. Do you see a lot of uh, quackalites of where you are? I don't know if I might be the only quackalite down here. I've never seen another one. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> That's not good enough for it's our really reach. Bad. We have a hedge fund guy here. We need to like pump up our business. Hedge fund. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's play I'll another see what round. I can do. Sorry. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. Spread the word. Um, are you staying safe out in North Carolina? Are, are they shutting things down in North Carolina? Uh, school just closed um, the past week until May 15th. Most businesses are closed. I've been working from home for the past week. 
a lot of people are going in that direction. There's still a lot of denial, though, which is pretty scary. That is scary. Scary for us all. We are in a shelter-in-place yeah. mode down here in Dallas, so I hope everyone else is staying safe and social distancing. Um, and hopefully you guys are um, enjoying this Google Hangout. This is an experiment, so when we get done, let me know how it goes. But let's play another round of Is Kevin Right? So, Kevin, um, do you have any particular topics you want to make your opinion known about, or do you want me to pick one? Uh, I'll say you go ahead and pick one. Okay. Uh, everybody knows my big sticking point is that D3 is the best. Um, so we can talk about that. But but we know you're wrong on that one. So, <laughs> well, let's, let's take a quick run around the room. Uh, just type it in the chat. Is D3 the best one, yes or no? And while they go through that, I'm going to ask you, um, we talked before a lot of no's. A lot of no's. So we talked before about how many Mighty Ducks we could take in a fight. But my question is, how many Iceland players could you personally take in a fight, hand-to-hand combat? Like me right now versus them when they're like fifth graders? Correct. When they were supposed to be like 12 years old, but like 25. Um, I I think it'd be a similar scenario to kind of how we discussed. I think it would be easy to pick off the first few, um, but then after a while, like exhaustion would just set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, wait. I'll ask the question: Are they in their full gear? Oh, good question. Do I have any weapons? Do you want – you can be in full hockey gear and they can be in full hockey gear, or I'll give you the choice where no one's in any gear. Can I Can I also be in full gear except without skates because I can't skate? <laughs> yes. Yes. So everyone's yes. in full gear minus the skates. And then okay. you just meet in a parking lot, I guess, outside the rink. Okay. Yeah. See, I think this it actually gets harder this way because they, if if they're like you know fifteen kids swinging sticks just randomly, I think one of them is gonna connect and you know cause some serious damage. So I think I can get through like three or four of them before somebody just clocks me without me looking. You know. Hmm. Three or four. Um. Tommy, your thoughts? I I think that's a good over under. What would you say? I think that's pretty good in gear. And one thing, so when you're in hockey gear, if you're not in skates, there's like on the blacktop, whatever, and sneakers. Um, it, like if it's like hot out, if they're like doing this in LA, like after a match or whatever, it's going to be very like exhausting in that gear. And so those kids are going to have pretty good stamina. And so I think it's going to be tough to like, between that third and fourth one, I think they'll get have, they'll get Kevin with the stick because he's a little bit tired. And so I think if Kevin were to go just like in street clothes, you know, no weapons whatsoever, um, I, I think if no, the the real discussion is is are they all coming in at him at once or is it two at a time? And then like when one goes down, another one enters in, or is it just like one after one, like after one after one? If it's like one after another. I think Kevin gets to close to double digits. Mm. Um, two at a time, six or seven, because all he really needs to be doing is like throing elbows like down at them. Because Kevin, how tall are you? Like six three? Yeah. 
Yeah, so Kevin's going to have reach on all of them. I'll just start swinging towards like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think three or four is accurate for uh, in pads. Um, and I think the exhaustion just gets to Kevin. Um, now, street clothes, I think he, he has a chance to get through them all, but I think it maybe peters out like between eight and nine. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking this was Royal Rumble style. So one comes down, Kevin beats him, next one comes down immediately. Um, Kevin, does that change your estimate at all of how many people you can take? Yeah, I'd definitely add a few more in that scenario. Okay. Give us a number. Uh, I'll go, I'll go, if that's the case, I'll go, I'll go eight. Eight? See, this is, this is Iceland. I think it depends on when Sanderson comes. And I think it depends on maybe well, Gunnar Stoltz. Like if I get to pick who's coming, uh, I'm going with the big dudes first. Oh, interesting. Trying to get those while I'm fresh, you know? Interesting. See, I think you peter out earlier then. So you said eight? You said eight. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to take the under, but we'll put it up to the Quackalites here in the chat. Kevin thinks he can they, take They haven't been very supportive so far, so, so I'm not... <laughs> I'm not counting my chips yet. Kevin thinks he could take eight Iceland players in back-to-back-to-back-to-back fights. Is Kevin right? Uh, also, a quick sidebar. My, my favorite, um, or one of my favorite teachers growing up, I think he's like my seventh grade uh, social studies teacher. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he taught us a very valuable lesson that if you ever get jumped, just pick out the smallest kid and just beat the shit out of them. <sighs> <laughs> that way, at least, you know, despite if you get your ass kicked or not, you can at least say, yeah, but I killed that one kid. <laughs> your social studies teacher told you this? What's that? Your social studies teacher told you this? Yeah, I think it's social studies and humanities, which is ironic. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, he's no longer a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting, we got a push from Air Um We got some unders. So... Quack lights. I I would agree with the under. Sajid? Sajid? How do you say your name, Sajid? Oh, you're on mute. Anyway, if you get off mute, tell us. Oh, no mic, he says. Oh, I like to know my. No worries. All right. Um, That is good. We got no one to. Oh, we're at 40 minutes already. Oh, we might have to split this into another one where we're. Me and Ed go at it, debating each other. Oh, um, God, I forgot about the debate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me – all right. Me and Ed are going to debate. You guys are going to do this. Maybe next time. We'll have it in a few weeks, Ed, so you can prepare. Oh, good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you pick the topic, too. I'm going to let you pick the topic. I, all we, right. We expect full suits, suits and ties. Yeah. Ooh. So, so these are all the topics, all the ones in bold we have already done. But if you see anything that uh, floats your boat, please let me know. Man, what a what a list! Mike can send you a a list of that. That is true. Yeah, that'd be great. All but, right, uh, oh, we can do like a pay per view Google Hangout for for Mike versus uh, Ed Simi, the curling coach, for their debate. Oh, that will be good. That would be good. Um, For now, thank everybody. Thanks to everybody for joining us. 
This I was concerned no one was going to show up. So at least we got a good gaggle of people. Um, we got Kevin to show up somehow. <laughs> yeah, he's a little late, but he he made it. So for us, thequagdad.com, go there, contact us, send us your ideas for the next time we do this because we're all going to be um, hunkering down here for a while, it appears. And at QuackDackPod on Twitter, facebook.com slash QuackDackPod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Go to the shop, get your gear. Be, your li- be like Bobby, get the original shirt. Um, real quick, I did I did post a Twitter poll asking, do the Mighty Ducks beat the Hawks in the finals if Banks doesn't get hurt? 81% say yes. So with that, remember, Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Ducks fly together, baby. Quick.